Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. Okay, you just got my response to the domestic policy side of the disastrous State of the Union speech last night, and it did. It devolved into, like, the House of Commons. I, I half expected shoes to start coming off uh, and start to be beaten on the desks in, in the uh, hall. I was, I, I, I'm okay with that. I mean, if, if the president's going to lie to your face, uh, you shouldn't let him get away with it. Um, and so th- that it got a little rowdy last night. But one of the things that I, that I noticed was very, very weak was the discussion of national security. And there's so many different angles to what he could have talked about. Uh, border incursion, uh, terror activity, uh, the, the bullies on the block, Russia and China, and what they intend to do. My next guest uh, has some concerns along these lines as well, especially in light of the fact that the Speaker of the House is about to make a trip that may, in fact, uh, not make one of those bullies very happy. Gordon G. Chang rejoins us. Uh, his most recent piece you can read at the Epoch Times. Uh, you can also follow him on Twitter at Gordon G. Chang. Gordon, thanks for being here. Um, sorry that you had to endure that speech last night, like so many people did. But I, yes. was really, I was really surprised at the lack of national security and foreign policy that was even in the speech. Yeah, and that is really important because the world is falling apart around us. We have the international system. It's dividing with China and Russia and their proxies on one side and the rest of the world on the other. And after we endured that balloon flight from China over our most sensitive military facilities, there was not even a direct reference to that. The only thing that President Biden said was violations of our sovereignty he wouldn't tolerate but after that balloon flight, um, that statement uh, appears somewhat questionable, Kevin. Uh, I, would, I would use the word disingenuous, <laughs> but you're being yeah, kinder yeah. than I am. Um, let's talk about what he should have said uh, in the speech. What does the United yeah. States need to be thinking about in terms of a footing, especially between now and 24, when we don't have the option to replace the commander-in-chief? Yeah. The speech, the portion of the speech on China was appropriate for a decade ago, but right now, clearly, it was inadequate. And the reason is we know that the Chinese are preparing to go to war, and it's not just the biggest military buildup in since the Second World War, and it's not just that he's trying to Xi Jinping, the Chinese ruler, is trying to sanction-proof his regime, but he's also mobilizing China's civilians for war, and he's flying balloons around the world, including the one that infamously crossed into U.S. airspace and crossed our entire continent. So really what Biden need to say, needed to say was, look, the Chinese are preparing for war. They utterly disrespect the United States. We can expect an attack of some sort, and we need to prepare, too. Now, a lot of people would have thought that would be harsh and extreme, but the point is we're ignoring what's going on. And we Americans, we ignore things. So, for instance, if you had talked about an attack on the American homeland um, in the turn of the century, people would have thought you were crazy. But on one day, 9-11, we lost 2,977 Americans to an attack that Osama bin Laden was trying to tell us he was going to launch, and we decided we would not listen to him. Well, and in fact, he had tried a few different times uh, to to pull that uh, uh, mission off, and uh, it wasn't until 9-11 that he was successful. But, you know, the, the eternal vigilance aspect of national security 
is something that I don't think Democrats even know the definition of. I mean, it seems as though they live in a world that Neville Chamberlain would be proud of on some level. Yeah, and that's also true of a portion of the Republican Party as well. I mean, this is bipartisan failure in Washington. Um, but president has a responsibility to the American people to protect them from foreign attack. And he is determined not to do that from China. He has not questioned the origins of COVID-19 and what the Chinese did to spread it to the United States. When he talked about fentanyl, he didn't talk about China last night, which is also a dereliction of duty. This was a failure when it came to foreign policy. Now, President Biden may have thought that he was doing, had a popular speech on domestic policy. But the point is, he did not discharge his most important responsibility, protecting us from a Chinese enemy. Well, and to be candid, there is so little that that the uh, public are allowed to know about national security because of the nature of it, the sensitivity of it. And when the president has the bully pulpit, it's his job to sound the alarm and to say we are we are aware of the threat, but we are dealing with it. And if if I can tell you more, you know, place and time, we'll we'll do that. But you didn't even get that last night. No. And and on the uh, balloon incident, um, the administration actually tried to prevent the American people from learning about it. And it was only because American citizens looking up at the sky saw that something was out of place. And it was only because of some folks in Montana that we knew about it. And it was only because of that then the administration actually decided that it had to take action. This is a failure across the board on the part of not only the president, but also um, the Pentagon, because there are indications that the Pentagon, the Pentagon should have never let this balloon fly into American airspace in the first place. They got rules of engagement that they thought prevented them from doing it. This is a failure in, and a systemic failure in the Pentagon as well. What, what rule of engagement on our side would prevent us from shooting down something that is hostile and, you know, openly um, aggressive towards us? Well, on Monday, uh, General Glenn Van Herc, who is the uh, commander of NORAD, the North American Aerospace Defense Command, said that uh, he was not permitted to fire on that balloon because he did not think it was an imminent or hostile threat to the United States. I think that that was an incorrect decision, but if he interpreted the rules of engagement that way, it meant that the rules are inadequate for protecting America because yeah. that balloon surveilled some of the most sensitive sites in the U.S. And so uh, obviously there were failures across the board, whether a failure of judgment on General Van Herc's part or a failure of the rules of engagement to be uh, strict enough. But we know that we Americans are not safe in our own homes because we have failures across the board uh, in the Pentagon and in the Biden administration. What type of information, Gordon, is it likely that the Chinese were able to retrieve from the balloon? Um, they surveilled um, our sites responsible for providing our nuclear deterrent. They went over Maelstrom Air Force Base, Minot, and F.E. Warren. Those three housed Minutemen three intercontinental ballistic missiles. They flew over Offutt, which is in Omaha, which is the home of Strategic Command. That's where the headquarters are. And they flew near Whiteman Air Force Base in Missouri, which is houses all of our B-2 strategic bombers. Uh, I, you know, we don't know exactly what was in that pod underneath the balloon, but clearly they went over 
almost all of the important sites. The only things that they missed were the Navy bases for the ballistic missile submarines. So really what we have is perhaps uh, an, um, an enormous uh, loss. We don't know that yet. The Pentagon says that it took measures to prevent the Chinese from learning, but we really don't know. And I suspect the Pentagon at this point doesn't know either. Yeah, and I have a hard time believing that. You didn't even you didn't even take the easiest step to prevent them from seeing our most sensitive stuff, like taking the balloon down when it was still over the ocean or parts of Alaska or Montana when it couldn't get anywhere, could drop in Absolutely. the uh, wilderness. Yeah, that's stunning. Um, we did not have a chance to talk about Kevin McCarthy's upcoming trip. I'm going to have you back uh, to talk about that when he takes that. But China is not pleased with that either. And uh, it is it is really telling that they are uh, getting more and more hostile towards the U.S. as time goes by. Gordon G. Chang on Twitter. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Kevin. I really appreciate it. And stay you safe. You too. Kevin McCullough coming right back. <laughs> 